Good evening and welcome to episode 6 of Crypto Facto. Yes, we made it to episode 6. Who would have thought it, eh? Um, so, we've got a great life with Mike coming up. Uh, I'll put the timestamp below. Uh, so those of you out here for the crypto stuff can go in there. Today I'll talk about perspective, how to keep things in perspective. Uh, when you might be feeling a little bit lost in the world. If you're a lost puppy. Uh, so, yeah, you can skip to that if you don't want the crypto chat. Uh, I'll put the timestamp below. Um, but yeah, down to business. So this is Crypto Facto, where we talk about uh, crypto, cryptocurrencies, specifically the lower cap stuff, specifically the, the Cryptopia uh, gems that we find on there. Uh, I'm the conduit between the geeks and the freaks. So I try to um, take some of that difficult difficult terminology and language and try and um, try and put it into something a, a layman a layman can you know a layman can uh, can comprehend can comprehend um, I want to do some shout outs as usual um, so shout out to my brother at crypto cash guy you know who you are I love you uh, shout out to my discord group uh, crypto crew go to breakout tickers on Twitter if you want to jump into that group, it's a lovely group, lovely people. Um, shout out to all my Facebook group. You know who you are, I love you all. You're so beautiful, such a beautiful group of people. Um, and yeah, just shout out to the Crypto Twitter family, all of you, I love you. Have a great time. Um, and obviously... Got to do the um, got to do the normal spiel. So this is not financial advice. I, I'm just a fucking prick on the internet who talks shit. Don't listen to a word I say. You know I talk shit. I don't want to hear from your lawyers. Okay. This is a disclaimer. Take financial advice, please, and also. Please know that I do indeed have a stake in some of the coins I'm discussing today. It's important that you know that so I don't get into shit. Okay? So this week uh, in the group and on Twitter made some great calls. A couple of duff ones, but some great ones. Um, what have we had? We've had Pi. Pi coin at 72%. We've had links. First call, links. Uh, 43%. We've had Vizio. Again, 53%. We had SIGT, uh, Signatum, uh, 141%. That went from 810, it's now 1955. Uh, Feathercoin, FTC, 28% profit. Uh, Safex, this was a good one. Called at 318, went up to 900. So that was 183% profit. You are welcome. Um... Draxner, Droxner, that was a duff one. I'm sorry about that. If you lost money on that, I'm so sorry. Um, I call that 3200 and it immediately tanked to about 1400 So you can't win them all. Uh, CXT, I called yesterday at 1050 on Twitter. It went up to 1389 So that's 26% profit. And I called links for a second time. Unfortunately, that went down again. So 
I'll try and put the calls up on the screen. Uh, I might do a bit of post-production and get the images up there. I'll, I'll see. If I can do it, I'll do it so you can see the calls. Um, so getting down to business, the first coin I want to discuss today is Crypto Bullion, CBX. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about this. Um, so what's CBX? So CBX was released in June 2013, so it's, it's an OG. Uh, and Crypto Bullion was designed primarily for the purpose of storing wealth. So Crypto Bullion is a second generation cryptocurrency designed to emulate the properties and supply of gold. Yeah. And the good thing about Crypto Bullion is that there's only 999,000 9, coins in existence. It says there'll only ever be, so it's, there's always going to be less than 1 million coins in existence. So it kind of emulates gold in the scarcity, you know. Um, energy efficient, proof of stake participation minimizes energy consumption, uh, annual interest with the POSP rewards and uh, high, high security. Um, the roadmap for crypto bullion, CBX, looks great in 2017. We've got loads of stuff happening now or coming up soon. Uh, phase one, um, bullion participation nodes, BPN, was August, September. So that's happening now as we speak. Uh, phase two was the CBX online secure wallet, uh, online uh, vault. Uh, that's ready in October, so a couple of months from now. Uh, we've got the Pi project for your Raspberry Pis um, and the smartphone vault. That's going to be ready in November. Um, and we've got the new mobile vault as well, which is going to be an application you can use on your phone. And that's coming in December. So some really good stuff happening with CBX, right? Now, if that wasn't enough... Um, yesterday, uh, so CBX was running a donation campaign to raise some funds um, to for development costs. So what they wanted to do is um, they wanted to put in place a self-funding mechanism, basically, uh, and create a 10K super block. Um, now, I just need to read this because this is important. Uh, it says... Um, that doing this was was not ideal as it could potentially create an issue with exchange listing policies or negative perception issues for investors. And resultant to this, it's been suggested to create a donation address. So what that's what they did. They, they created a donation address uh, to gather the funds from the community. Um, so what's important, why I'm doing this video today, is that that target of 10,000 CBX was met on August the 4th, which at the time of recording, I think is two days ago. So that means the dev can really start pushing, start pushing what they need to. Um, so I think it's a good time to jump in now with a possible three, four month hold for CBX. So to get into the uh, market cap, so the market cap is very low, only $877,000, okay? Um, and the circulating supply, as I said, is nine nine hundred ninety nine thousand. So, God, there's massive room for growth there. There really is some room for growth. So if you look at Redcoin, take an example of Redcoin. So their market cap is thirty three million. So that's forty two times higher than Crypto Bullion. So one Crypto Bullion at the moment is about eight point seven cents. So that would take the price of one. CBX, one crypto bullion coin, to $3.37 if it shared the same market cap. 
as Redcoin. Not bad, right? Not bad. Time to jump in, I think. Time to jump in. CBX. The second coin I wanted to discuss is Maggie. Maggie, XMG. So, Maggie, again, uh, was launched in September 2014. Um, fair launch without any ICO. Um, the main idea from the developer was to give was to issue a fair currency um, and make it more make it fairer basically in bitcoin because with bitcoin you need like huge computers huge farms to mine it but with maggie you can you can you can mine it uh, on uh, a very simple cpu basically at home so that that levels the playing field you know it kind of like evens evens things out man you know um, so that that's very unique. I, I do like Maggie, um, but the best thing about Maggie, you know, apart from it receiving seven stars uh, in the first current uh, seven stars with the trust verification, trust verification uh, on CoinSource, um, Maggie. This is the thing I really want to talk about. It's got its own standalone payment gateway. Right. So if you go to um, M dash pays dot com, I think it is. I'll, I'll put the link below, but I think it's M dash pays dot com. Right. So this is really interesting. Not a lot of coins have this. So Maggie Pay is a standalone payment gateway serving XMG, the Maggie coin, and it's an online currency XM. I'm repeating myself now, but it's an online currency which enables instant payments to anyone in the world. Um, and by removing the competitive nature of minting, uh, XMG offers an even playing field for anyone looking to issue currencies without expensive equipment. You can tell I'm reading this again, right? Uh, through MagiPay Network, integrating Coin Maggie into your business is easy, right? So this is how you do it right so a merchant basically an online merchant right anyone anyone online or any merchant at all can create an account at mepays.com right and after su successful registration you can create a payment box yeah um mepays.com uh, issues maggie pay account details to to the uh, vendor to the uh, merchant uh, and you I integrate Maggie Pay into your website, right? So customers click the Pay with Maggie button, and then this automatic con um, connects to to the mepays dot uh, com website, um, and requests for a, sp a specific payment box. Uh, mepays dot com issues a Maggie Pay address and the total amount to be paid. The customer sends the coin to the Maggie Pay address. Once the payment is received and confirmed, the server informs of successful payment. And after one hour, uh, the payment is received. The server automatically transfers the amount of Maggie to the merchant's registered external wallet address. So that's good, right? Not many coins have that. And it's like an app that you can have on your phone. So I think Maggie is, is pretty good. So... Visit mpays.com, and again, I'll try and put the image on the screen if I can. Uh, so, the Maggie community is, is great. So, there's a Bitcoin talk uh, forum thread, and 
it's an awesome community and it's growing and it's friendly and the Maggie team works for free basically just because they think Maggie is a different and unique project so the dev is very active on there as well um so I still think Maggie's very undervalued um if you look at the roadmap go to go google Maggie look at the roadmap there's loads of stuff happening this year including a scheduled hard fork where they get rid of a load of data um there's there's all sorts of stuff happening. I, I don't want to spend too much time going through it, but suffice to say that um, uh, there'll be SegWit later this year. So sorry, SegWit is where they um, get rid of the data. Um, and yeah, I think you know Maggie is coming up to its third birthday, and I I I think it's a good time to invest in Maggie as well. I really do. I really do. I think it's a good coin and it's easily mineable, like I said. So down to the details. So Maggie, again, has a micro cap of $756,000 and there's 7 million coins in circulation. So if we compare that to PIVX, for example, okay? So PIVX has a market cap of 107 million. So that's 141 times higher than Maggie, which would make one Maggie coin, which is currently... Uh, 10 cents, it would make one Maggie coin $14. So that's something to think about, isn't it? I think, uh, I do think, I honestly, honestly do think that's a decent coin. Um, SafeX, so we already discussed that SafeX has made some great gains this week, so I, I don't want to, I don't, don't go into it too much because I think it's, I think it's, it may be a little bit late now. Maybe not. I mean, it could go up a lot more. Who knows? But SafeX is basically on the brink of deploying um, the Chile blockchain, right? Uh, which is thought to come in September to November. And the Chile blockchain allows anyone to send money or goods anonymously at any time, anywhere in the world, right? Very safely. So this has possible, possible integrations with Tor and the dark web. Uh, it can be used for payment on there. Um and it can't be shut down, right? That's the important thing. The payment and the network can't be shut down. So when SafeX, when SafeX launched the marketplace, uh, part of the Chili Chop blockchain will be granted to the holders of the coin, right? So everyone will receive uh, a little bit of a dividend. Um, and when anyone trades or transfers money on the Chili blockchain, a fee is charged and that will also be shared with SafeX holders, right? So as a dividend, so that's pretty good, right? So again, the Bitcoin talk forum is very active, uh, as is the dev. People are speculating that this could go to 20 cents or 40 cents, so there's still a lot of room to grow. Um, so the market cap, as of today, it's gone up a lot, actually, because we've had such a big increase. It's about $57 million dollars. Um, there are quite a lot of coins in, in circulation, more than I would normally go for, more coins than normally fit my criteria for choosing a coin actually. But um, yeah, there are 2 billion coins in existence. Now, if SafeX were to share the same market cap as 10X, so 10X coin pay, um, which has a market cap of 129 million, it would be 2.26 uh, times higher, which would make 
uh, one SFX, SafeX coin, six cents. So there's still some room for growth there, okay? Still some room for growth. Next coin I want to discuss is Lynx coin. So Lynx, Lynx is a coin that's close to my heart because it supports the electronic music industry. And if anyone knows me or has seen my other videos here online, uh, I like house music and I produce house music. So Lynx revolves around the electronic music scene, right? Um, and it's on another, again, it's on Cryptopia. Um, it's part of the, uh, sorry, the B the Bitcoin talk forum is very, very active. Um, the dev is very active and everybody's talking about hitting $1. I know that's a little bit pie in the sky, but fun to think about anyway. But, but the big news about links this week is that, um, a complete third party platform integration was confirmed. So if you know deep.com, which is basically spelt D3EP.com, uh, it's an electronic music radio station and social media platform based out of the UK, my home country. Um, and basically, Lynx has been adopted as their sole cryptocurrency. Pretty good, right? Now, just imagine if Bport, for example, was to integrate Lynx, then You've got some skyrocket there. You really have. Um, I might have to turn the air con on. It's getting very hot in here. So give me a minute. I'm going to break for a minute and come back, okay? I'm going to come back. Hello. I'm back. What you don't realise, what you can't see, is that this room is, is very hot. And to stop sound bleeding into the video, I have to turn off the fan and turn off the air conditioning. Um, and it gets very hot in here. It's like some kind of hot box, but without the weed. Uh, so, yeah, so what I have to do, what I had to do then in that little break was turn the aircon on for 10 minutes, cool down, wipe the sweat from my brow, uh, turn the aircon off, and then start the video again. <laughs> so where was I? I just, I just discussed links, so... And I just finished discussing the integration with deep.com, and so I think links is, is going to skyrocket any day now. Any day now. Uh, I just want to do a couple of small pieces of, of, of information, a couple of small pieces of news um, before I move on. Uh, and that's one is CXT, so Coin and Nat. Um, there's the dev has confirmed that the master node is about seventy percent complete on that. So I called this a couple of days ago. Uh, so master node incoming. Uh, so again, good time to get on board. Uh, Sigd which also I mentioned earlier when I was discussing the calls I made on Twitter. Um, there's rumours that this is about to be listed on more exchanges, currently on Cryptopia, and read into this what you will, but uh, Bittrex followed, followed Sigd on Twitter yesterday. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Does it mean they're taking an interest in what Sigd are doing? Quite possibly. So, possible listing on new on new uh, exchanges for them um next uh i want to just just discuss the new coins which have been listed on topia this week uh, I, I like doing that because i think it's important and what you can do 
is is basically all, all these coins that have been listed this week. You can you can look at them. You can look them up. You can visit the Bitcoin Talk forums. You can look at the market caps, and you can do your own. You can do your own uh, research on these, and and there might be some gems in there. I haven't done that yet. I will do that this week. But uh, so so the call so the uh, coins that have been listed on Topi this week are, and I have to read this again. Uh, Pillar, P L R, uh, Verta. Unique coin, VUC, Dentacoin, DCM, Droxner, DRXNE, DRXNE, Dopecoin. Excuse me while I light my spliff, spliff, oh god. Um, so dope, yeah, that's just been listed. No limit coin, NLC2, Adcoin, ACC. Smart Cash, S M A R T, Smart. Growers International, G R W I or L. I think it's I actually. Links, yeah, so Links, the coin we've been discussing, that's new this week. Uh, Shrooms, Shrooms, S H R M. God knows what that's about. Maybe it's to fund the development of psilocybin research. Maybe that that would be worth it, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. I'll have to look into it. Weed, again. <sighs> Weed coin. Uh, secure coin, SRC. Inflation coin, IFLT. And last, but certainly not least, Bitcoin Cash, BCH. So they're the, they're the new listings on Topia this week. Um, so not quite as long as last week, but... We've had some good calls this week, and the coins I've listed tonight, I'm going to call over the next few days on Twitter, and we've had a good week in the group, and if you're here for the crypto chat, you can go. You can you can, you can can leave me and come back next week and see episode 7. Uh, so if you are going to go, then bye-bye. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Uh, and I'll see you next week. And if you're here for Life with Mike, please hang on a minute. Uh, As you know, in future, I want to split these videos. So I'm going to pause for a minute. Welcome to Life with Mike. And today I'm going to discuss how we keep things in perspective. Because perspective is so important, right? If you ever want to free yourself from the prison of your mind, you need to rise above this cloud of, you know, depression and anxiety, if if that's where you are, um, and and put things into perspective, right? And for me, perspective is, is key to everything, and it exists on three basic levels, right? You've got personal perspective, how you feel within yourself. You've got local perspective, how you act uh, and interact with with the world around you. And then you've got universal perspective, how you fit in in the universe, you know, in the vast expanse of the universe. And I think that valuable information can be learned at, at at each of those levels. So we'll start off with personal perspective, right? And I call this base level, right? Base level, returning to base level, yeah? And I had an epiphany recently, right? I was going through a bad patch, just a a small bad patch. And 
feeling a little down and a little on edge and all I could think to myself was here I am again you know in the darkness and this lasted for a couple of days until I stood back and I took a good look and I, and I gained some perspective basically and yes I was feeling shitty and yes I was feeling down but I was getting to work on time I was performing well I was going to the gym I wasn't fatiguing in the afternoon and I was suddenly hit by how far I'd actually come, how far on this journey I'd come and the cloud began to dissipate, right? You know, it was only in very recent memory I was, I was inept, I live in day to day, you know, a couple of years ago and bereft of any energy and confidence and previously in, in these moments of darkness I would lock myself away. Uh, my work would suffer badly, uh, I'll put weight on, I wouldn't go to the gym and I would have no exercise, in, uh, no exercise at all. And I would fall into a cycle of behaving badly uh, in attempt to stimulate just the smallest crumb of interest in the outside world and register the weakest of sparks behind these dull eyes or those dull eyes at that time. So what I had to do was simply acknowledge that I was operating at a far higher level than I was before. And I'd fallen into the trap of, of feeling like I'd, I'd returned to, to, to that lower point. Whereas all I'd done was that things had leveled out and I'd returned to, after sort of an, expen an, an exponential growth in positivity and happiness, I, I'd, I'd leveled out and plateaued. And even though I'd returned to a sort of straight base level, that base level was a lot higher. was a lot higher than previously. So don't fall into that trap, right? Don't fall prey to this loss of perspective, yeah? Um, it just so happened that my new normal, my new normal was way above my old normal and I needed to, to understand that. Don't diminish the positive actions and interactions you know, because they've become normal. You know, don't diminish all, all this great stuff that you're doing because, the, because, they've come a no, the, because they've come normal and they've become a staple of everyday life. Don't let all the negative shit steal all the headlines, you know. This was an important lesson for me to learn and I think it would be an important lesson for you. You know, this constant adjustment is required of base level. You know, this constant adjustment of perspective and this has made a huge difference to me now. And I'll uh, just to wrap up the personal perspective part. Um, if you spend long enough on the summit of Mount Everest, right, it's going to feel normal, isn't it? It's going to become, it's going to feel like base camp. You know, so I'll leave you with that for this section. Um, now, another way to keep keep things in perspective is by understanding that everything you do is your choice right now what do I mean by that so when all is said and done nobody makes you do anything right and as silly and as simple as that sounds it, it's true and framing everyday actions in that light can can really take the pressure off you right because if you think everything's a choice I choose to do this I choose to do that the, the pressure's off 
because you can choose whether to get your fat ass out of bed on a morning. You can choose whether to leave your house and get in the car. You can choose whether to drive to work or or, or stay at home and, and close the curtains. You know, it's your choice. You can choose to stick two fingers up at the old fucking man who's driving too slowly in front of you or, or smile and give him some extra room because he's old and he needs it. You know, you choose to spend eight hours a day in the office. It's your choice. You know, you choose to hate every second and grit your teeth and acknowledge or acknowledge it's a means to an end, you know, and carry on in the knowledge that you're making progress with your own life and your own projects, you know. You can choose whether to embrace your current situation, smile, or wait for this or that in order for some to feel happy, you know, and... So try, just try and say it every time you do something. Say, I choose to open the door. I choose to go to work. I choose to walk outside. I choose to get in the car and, and go to the shops. I choose to go to the gym. I choose to go out for a run. You know, and as simple as that sounds, knowing that you made the choice, knowing that you have the choice, can can just let you know that you're in control of your own life, right? We are in control. So that was personal perspective, right? Now, local's perspective. So what, I want to talk about dome theory, right? So this is something I made up. Uh, dome theory, right? So imagine... So this is about personal perspective, right? How, how you act and interact with the world around you, right? So imagine you're in the centre of a large dome. Right. You're you're in the centre of a large dome, like like a mini like O2 arena if you're from the UK. And this imaginary dome is your world. Right. And it moves around with you wherever you go, whether you go, you're in the centre and this dome's around you and it stretches whatever, 20 metres in front, 20 metres to the side, 20 metres behind in a, in a big in a big circle. Yeah. And and that is your world. Yeah. You control it. Um. And this basically works for you and anyone who crosses into this dome, right? Into your into your space, into your 20-metre, 40-metre circumference, right? And, excuse me, excuse me. And with a little bit of, um, with a little bit of thought, with a little bit of thought and perspective, right? You can choose the atmosphere that exists inside your dome. You know, colours can feel dull or dampened or vibrant and kaleidoscopic, yeah? The environment you walk through can feel tired and old or retro and vintage, you know? That's, that's your choice. And when people are close to you and when they walk within your dome, within, your, within the reach of your dome and within, in, inside your dome, you can choose to make their experience a positive or negative one, yeah? By adjusting your demeanour and, and body language, by smiling and saying, hello. You know, by taking an interest in, in people, it makes them feel a bit more comfortable, doesn't it? And by listening intently to someone's story, it can make them feel safe. You know, and, and then they're more likely to let that, their guard down, aren't they? And, and take risks with their, with their uh, openness to you. And this creates 
more of an intimacy, you know, and more of a a bond of trust. And this is how friendships are formed, right? You know, 99 times out of 100, if you give out positive energy and you make your dome a positive place to be in, so you're walking around in this dome, yeah? And everyone who walks inside, you so someone walks into your into your uh, circumference, into your circle. What what are you going to do? It's your choice how you make those people feel, right? And I swear down, if you act positively to other people, then nine hundred ninety nine times out of thousand, they're going to react positive to you, right? And on the odd occasion, if you're confronted with a negative reaction, right, inside the dome, dome theory, right? You can choose to react with aggression or understand that this person just probably needs a bit of a hug. Yeah? It's well within your control to do that. So what I'm trying to say is that, that, that make make other people feel comfortable in your world. You, you walk around with this dome, yeah? And you can you can choose... You can choose how you make other people feel when they enter your space, right? And in the same way, uh, situations you find yourself in can can radically uh, be altered by trying to view things from another perspective, right? Imagine that you're at a music festival, yeah? It rains all day and, and the ground's muddy... And the headline act is stuck in bad weather and they cancel the performance and it's like, ugh. You know, one person, right, would spend most of the day in the tent, sheltering from the rain, miserable, and they avoid the mud because they want to keep clean and they curse the headline act for failing to turn up, yeah? And it's one of the worst days of their life, yeah? But another person who's in exactly the same situation puts an extra layer of clothing on, Dances in the rain, paints their face with mud, and they see a, the cancelled headliner as an excuse to go and check out another band and, and find some alternative music, you know. And they have the best day of their lives. Now, both of these people experience exactly the same thing, right? Exactly the same set of circumstances. Yeah? I, I, I'm, I'm almost repeating. Do you remember... A couple of episodes, a couple of episodes ago, when I spoke about um, perception, so this is about perception as well. So, so both of these people are, have had exactly the same experience, but the payoff, you know, the experience they had was was vastly different. Yeah. So, understanding that you, that you're in control of this this world that you live in, this this dome that you're in. Uh, is I feel it's a very important lesson to learn. You know, how you feel really isn't linked to the, or really doesn't have to be linked to the circumstances you find yourself in. You know, it can be either adversely affected by those circumstances or, or it can be positively affected and, it, and, it, and it's your choice. Positive thinking will, will, it's like a positive feedback loop, it's like a, it's like a circle of positivity. The, the 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 more positive you feel, the more energy you have, you know. And 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 feeling negative will suck the energy out of you, right? So, this 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 is a really good this is a really good um, experiment to do, right? 
the next time somebody's wronged you, right? You feel like somebody is... Somebody's been a... Someone who's really not deserving of your time and attention, right? They've done something bad to you, right? Just walk up to them and be nice to them, right? Just walk up to them and say hello and give them positive energy and just watch what happens, right? I'm not going to tell you, but just watch what happens, especially when that person knows that they've been an idiot, that they know that they've wronged you. Walk up to them, smile, be positive, say a nice thing to them, say hello, and you, you just watch what happens, right? So, again, sticking with personal perspective, right? I want to talk about energy vampires. Energy vampires, right? Our relationships and interactions with, with other people require a mutual exchange of energy, right? Think back now to those people that you've loved and admired admired in your life and how they made you feel, right? Basically, they, they in that energy exchange, they gave you more energy than you needed in return, right? They gave you, so, so, so you were left with a surplus of, of positive energy, right? And now think back to those people who annoyed you, pissed you off, irritated you, right? Invariably, they would suck energy away from you, right? They would suck the energy out of a room sometimes. And this is what I call an energy vampire, yeah? Don't be an energy vampire, yeah? Uh, one thing that's, that's suffering from depression and anxiety and addiction and all those things have in common is that they all share a great appetite for energy. Those people suffering with those afflictions suck energy from other people. And if you suffer with those afflictions, I know it's not your fault, but just be wary of it and try and try and manage it. Yeah, try and manage it. You know, the, the people like that invariably tend tend to take more energy than they give. And, and I was one of those people a couple of years ago. So this can turn you into an energy vampire, right? Make no mistake, having those monkeys on your back will, will suck the energy right out of any room you walk into. And particularly from those people closest to you, right? So don't be an energy vampire. When you're talking to other people and interacting with other people, just like I spoke about before in dome theory, where, you know, you choose to, you're in this dome and people can walk into it and you can choose to suck their energy like a vampire or you can choose to, to give them positive energy and, and and the more positive energy you give them, the more you receive in return. And, and it will be exponential. I, I promise you that. I promise you that. So we've done... Um, we've done perspective on a personal level. And we've done perspective on a local level, right? And now what I want to discuss is perspective on a, on a universal level. Because, I, like I said in the beginning of this chat, I think in all three three areas there are there are lessons that can be learned and it's def so universal perspective right and i think in order to to find our place in the universe and put things into perspective put our shitty little problems into perspective we need to accept that the universe in which we float around is it's infinite right so when you try and keep your problems and life into perspective, remember this, right? But what does infinity actually mean? And that's 
pretty fucking difficult to get your head around as it happens, yeah. So here are a couple of paradoxes, yeah, that are true of the of the universe is infinite, right? So right now you're on a train, reading a book, right? The train is packed full of people. There's a guy with ginger hair. I don't know why I said ginger, but because it's because it's distinctive, right? And he's sitting across from you on the train, right? And there's a business guy sitting next to you. Uh, and he's bald and he's got a beard, right? Your name is John Smith, and the train you're heading in is going to London. The train you're sitting in is heading to London, right? And where you work, you you work in London as an architect, yeah? And you look at the bald guy opposite and you recognise, sorry, the bald guy next to you, and you recognise him because he's on the train with you every morning, and you say, Christ, this train's a bit busy today, isn't it? And he says, you're telling me, you know. Now... Not only do you, John Smith, exist somewhere else in the infinite universe, but so does the train that you're travelling on. So does the exact conversation you just had with the bald guy. So does the ginger guy sitting opposite with you. Um, so on, all on the same train, all heading for London. That exists somewhere else in the universe. Um, and exists... An infinite number of times. So not only do, do you exist in that exact situation, saying those exact words, those exact people, on the exact same train, it's heading to London, to your jobs as an architect, exists somewhere else in the universe, but it exists an infinite number of times. That's what infinity means, right? And not only that, but you, John Smith, would exist an infinite number of times at every age, at every second of every day, every minute between each birthday you have, and each birthday you would send, you would you would um, you would celebrate an infinite number of times. And I sometimes think, and, and this is fun to think about, that you know when you have those deja vu moments. I sometimes wonder if if these other yous, you sometimes have like cross wires with them, and I won't go into that today, but. Sorry, sorry. I, w- I won't go into that today, but, but that's interesting to think about, right? That's interesting to think about that perhaps these uh, perhaps these deja vus you have could be could be you interacting with another one of, of the yous, right? Um, now, and the old adage with monkeys and typewriters and Shakespeare is actually true. In an infinite universe, right? Because if you have an infinite amount of monkeys with an infinite amount of time and an infinite number of key presses, yeah, then it means that every single possible combination of words and letters would have to exist an infinite number of times. So if every possible combination of key presses exists, right, the entire works of Shakespeare would have been created by those monkeys. They would have been. And not only that, would have been created an infinite number of times. So if this universe is truly infinite, right? Imagine. Imagine. Try and think about one of your problems, yeah? Your shitty little problems. And try and put that into perspective, right? So just take a few moments just to think about what I've said there. Because you might need a couple of minutes just to repack your mind, man. Because it's pretty far out, you know? This uh, infinity thing. 
So, if it's true, then I think it raises some interesting philosophical talking points, you know. And you can actually take the pressure off yourself a little bit because if there's an infinite number of outcomes in your life uh, taking place an infinite number of times across the universe, this gives you an infinite number of goals to get it right, yeah? Now, what do I mean by that? I don't know what I mean, really. It's a bit far out, isn't it? But uh, who's to argue, right? This is what I mean. That who's to argue with a little, with a little bit of willpower, right, on your part? Who's to argue that with just a little bit of willpower that you can't align yourself with one of the other yous in the universe that's having this positive, that's having a more positive experience, right? How you know? With a little bit of willpower, could you align yourself with, with the other one of yous that's having positive outcomes at every decision, at every juncture? Why not? You know, who's to say that you can't align yourself with the you that's like an international baller of the scale of epic proportions, you know? Of course, this is conjecture, right? Um, we must realise, however, that with a lot of these theories... Even if it's not true, right? Improving your life. Thinking about things more positive. Trying to align yourself with more favourable outcomes. And having positive interactions with other people will improve your life. Okay? And who's to say that it's not exactly the same thing as to align yourself with one of the other yous in the universe that just just being more positive and and being happier and 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 not sucking the energy out of the room and and leaving an energy um, leaving a, a you know a positive energy impact wherever you go having a having an impact positively in terms of energy. Who's to say that that isn't exactly the same thing as aligning yourself with another one of the yous in, in the universe who's having, a, who's having a better time? Maybe it's just all the same thing, right? So, this has been Life with Mike. This has been my discussion about perspective on three levels, local, uh, personal and, and uh, universal, and I hope you might have got something out of it. I know some of it was a bit way out there, but... Anyway, I hope you come and see me again next week. And uh, peace out. Love you a lot. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.